0: You are listening to 20 Sides to Every Story. Welcome to 20 Sides to Every Story. Another chapter of our Dolmenwood campaign. And specifically, we're playing Incandescent Grottoes, which is a level one to two dungeon that we have placed in the Dolmenwood. Uh, we're using it sort of as our surrogate for the Fog Lake Cave. Uh, this morning, we are picking back up, I believe, the sixth day of the month of Chisting. We are in the summer, uh, right at the beginning of the summer months in Dolmenwood. Our characters arrived back at the Fog Lake Cave cave with a slew of mining supplies and a cadre of woodcutters uh, from the woodcutter encampment that are uh, working with them uh, to do some mining to, to extract some of the crystals here from the cave that they have a couple of potential buyers for. I'm not going to go through and do a whole summary of everything that happened in the last session, but you know, more or less, you guys have been mining now for, what, four hours, I believe it is where we were at. I think you've successfully mined maybe about 500 gold pieces or so, roughly, of crystals, so it's been a a fairly productive day thus far. And uh, you were just taking a break. Um, You had all moved yourselves right into that first larger chamber of the cave, a location that is rife with various mushrooms that sprout up and grow from the walls amongst the purple and orange crystals that protrude from the walls. I think where we ended up, we had Sir Joffrey had maybe spotted something in one of the crystals. And I believe the way that that was described was it was sort of like a, you were looking at this crystal and you saw that elven maiden from your dreams and you could see yourself dancing with her. It was identical to those dreams that you had back when you were staying in Dreg. And we're going to pick things up right away with you hear from the southern uh, passageway here where the kobolds were encountered. You hear one of them yell out, there's something coming. And you look down to the southern passage and you could see a bit of like maybe debris kind of falling from the ceiling. And there is this huge creature that seems to kind of like squeeze itself up from maybe a little bit of a divot or a crevice that was created while you were mining. As it's moving and pushing itself forth, it widens that little bit of a crack in the earth, this fissure. And you can see this it's like nine feet long, sickly green carapace. It's it's segmented like a worm. And you can see its face, is a maw of teeth, and dozens upon dozens of wriggling tentacles that wreath its mouth almost like a lion's mane, and they're just writhing. This whole thing, it's just it's disgusting and terrifying at the same time. And it is emerging and it is it is coming in your direction. And so I'm gonna say there is no surprise here. You had the kobolds. The kobolds look out into that cavern, and they they are aware of things that come and go. And so you get the kind of forewarning from them. We're gonna start things off. I don't know who's your caller. Who's gonna be rolling your d6 for initiatives?
1: Oh, I suppose I'll take it since I'm dreamy eyed at my elven maiden right now. Go
0: ahead and roll a d6. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast a spell. Okay,
2: two. How far away is it?
0: Twenty feet away. You roll. You guys rolled a. Two Two. Yep. He's got a four. So the, the, the Carrion, sorry, the Carcass Crawler. I got to use the right name. I don't want to get in yeah. trouble. <laughs>
3: Hey, maybe um, it's in the new it, yeah. Uh, SRB.
0: It, yeah, it might be uh, Creative <laughs> Commons now. So, <laughs> so uh, the creature is going to move, and he moves up right to where it looks like one of the woodcutters. This is the one that is being controlled by Isaac and uh, Sir Joffrey. You were both there, and this thing is going to attack. First attack. This these are on uh, you, Joffrey. Second attack. What is your AC?
1: My AC is sixteen. Okay.
0: How many attacks does it
3: have? <laughs> god damn it
1: my lord
0: it's eight attacks all right there's one so make a saving throw versus paralysis
1: okay so it's a 15. I've
0: got to roll below, I believe. Seven.
1: Uh, roll above. Oh, then I failed. It's about to kill me. So. I
0: th- I told him b- before we started streaming, I said, it's going to be bad. It, c- it could be bad. So that was the sixth attack. Uh, so you're paralyzed. Now these next two attacks, the last two attacks left, are going to be against the woodcutter, who has an EC of 11, I believe. Um, So Isaac, if you want to roll his uh, save versus, versus paralysis. It only has
3: like two hit points, though, right? Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> uh. It- Cast. Yeah, I got a nineteen.
0: Okay, one more attack,
3: swarthy man. All right,
0: and so that one misses. All right, Dad,
4: Isaac the woodcutter. He did it. Nice. That,
0: that's, that's his surprising. name is Isaac the woodcutter. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, so then players turn. So we start things off. If you want to move, you can move up to your encounter speed.
3: Not if you cast spells, right? I know I asked this. Not time. if you cast it's spells. Yeah. Very important to me. Okay.
0: Yeah. If everybody's all moved,
2: I will draw my sword and dagger and move forward.
0: Okay. Yeah. If we've got everybody's solid on moves, then we'll go to range attacks. Let's start. That sounds like Lil Beth, you got a range attack you'd like to make?
5: Yep. 11.
0: 11 will miss. Dang o- it. Other range attacks?
4: Yeah. Friar Fitzpatrick picks up a little rock and. Start swinging it on the sling. A 14 to hit.
0: Uh, 14 hits. Go ahead and roll
4: some damage there. You get some major D4 damage. Here we go.
2: Two points. (laughs) All right. Got to start somewhere. Uh, I will do my melee attack on it. All right. Now, two weapon, I get advantage, correct? Advantage, yep. Uh, That's an 18 on the die. And a three, so 19. Uh, 19 hits. Five plus one, six points.
0: All right. So you cut right in. Your blade kind of wedges itself in between two of the the plates of its carapace, and you can feel like you've you've definitely, like, sundered maybe a vital organ or some piece within. Ah, And it lets its maw out, and all of its tentacles are kind of writhing, uh, but it is still up. I think the only other character that we have up there that could do melee would be the woodcutter, so...
4: Yep, Isaac would say yikes and then he'd attack
0: yikes indeed
2: yikes indeed
0: oh no darn it all right um so then we go to spells and so color
3: spray yeah so here, i'm just gonna pop my hand out and just this rainbow hue kind of glints off all the crystals that covers this creature in the face if it has eyeballs I like it looks like it does kind of oh no those are tentacles <laughs> can it see alex does it have sight
0: Provision. Um I would say
3: it does.
0: The the color oh, spray originates from you?
3: It originates from my hand. So I know we're in battle map territory, but I would I would kind of, you know, beseech the DM to allow me to say that I'm okay. originating from me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of like kind of angling it a little bit. Okay. But, I mean if you want to say that I have to hit Thomas in the face, that's cool.
0: Um, I will say that in this circumstance, you could probably get to it. So is this one where it does or does not make a save? It does not make a so save, right? You just it does not make a
3: save. Okay, It's based on its hit die. So okay. if it's a one, it's, it gets knocked unconscious. I don't think that's probably happening. But if it's a hit die up to a three, it gets blinded for a number of rounds. And if it's a four or higher, it just gets basically stunned for a round. Okay. Is
0: the hit die three plus? So it would be a blind situation.
3: So it will be blinded for three rounds.
0: Um, sounds good.
3: To say, if this is the only one, we just curb stomp the fucker.
0: Do initiative. So, uh, Ryan, if you want to roll that d6. A three. Okay, uh, re-roll. I had a three also. Five. All right, you guys win initiative. So start things off any movement. I'm going to... Well, I'll just I'll just move. Anyone else?
5: Um I'm gonna move my no, not gonna move my woodcutter up unless you're moving my wood cutter up, but yes. <laughs> I'm staying where I'm at. Okay,
0: so um, so Winston's Woodcutter moves up there into the Breach. Okay. I'm just continuing attacking. Sounds good. Go ahead with uh, ranged. Let's start this time with Friar. All right.
4: Goes and takes aim of five to hit.
0: A uh, five yeah, miss. will miss.
4: Um, Thanks. Thanks for checking.
0: <laughs> no, 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 the thing I'm, <laughs> I am checking something. I want to see because I think you guys would get a bonus because it's blinded. Yeah, we'll call that. I guess for now, I'll just say it's a plus four. Uh, a nine would miss this particular creature, but Lilibeth?
5: Yes. Seven with the modifier.
0: Seven with all of your modifiers plus the
3: four? Yep. Okay. That'll miss. Any other ranged? Yeah, I'm gonna try to sling a rock at it. It'd be a base 10, so 14. 14 will hit. What's the damage on sling? Is it D4? D4. Three. Three points. Alright. I
0: think that was it for the range, so we'll go to melee. Let's start with Winston, your woodcutter.
3: Alright, he's gonna... Hack at him with the axe and it'll be a 13.
0: 13 hits. Uh, two. Two. All right. There's definitely kind of a thick putrid ichor that like kind of squirts out from its body as it's getting hit with slings and axes and such. Uh, let's turn now to Thomas.
2: That's uh, a 10 on the die and a 15. So 19. That'll hit. And a six on the die, so seven points.
0: You, again, like you kind of just keep aiming for that wound that you had opened up, and you you hit it again in that kind of vital part of its chest area, and it it reaches up and just kind of lets out its death rattle as it kind of hits the ground on its back, all of its legs kind of curling up on itself. Um, It just lets out this terrible sound. But you look down into the passageway and you can see another one emerge.
2: I shout to everybody, there's another one. Fall back.
0: As you all are kind of taking in the scene it moves and it squeezes its way out into the passageway and then you see another and then it even seems like it seems like it's like a whole nest that is starting to pour out from this passageway and again you look up and you can see like debris and rubble is falling down and all of this like movement of these creatures like emer- emerging from the earth and maybe partially from all the mining that you did in this concentrated spot this whole passageway collapses down and buries the crawlers as they are emerging the dust settles this whole passageway is choked with debris and rubble, and it covers the one the one creature that you had slain is like just buried underneath the uh, immense amount of rock that has fallen. Well, I guess that could have been
1: worse, but now we're trapped.
5: Strangely, I don't think we are. There has to be a way out of here other than this one entrance.
1: Jeffrey's going to kind of get up off the ground, having been staring into his dream crystal and then quickly paralyzed. He sort of doesn't know what's been going on. And he's like, oh, that, that's thats the only way out, huh? Now,
0: the thing is, jo- Joffrey, you're paralyzed.
1: Still?
2: Yes. And oh, as 40. is the other woodcutter. Oh. oh, man. I'll move ah. over and pull uh, Sir Joffrey and the woodcutter back a little bit from the cave-in.
5: Friar. do you know of any physic that will help your brother's condition?
2: First he falls asleep during
4: the fight and now he cannot move. My brother, if you could hear me, you must be, you need to do better next time. And he's gonna, uh, him look and say well, would be able, but that would require a bit of blessing on my part and I don't, I might uh, recommend we wait and see if he, if we might be able to have him move in a short period. Otherwise, I will go ahead and pray for him, my brother, who keeps on falling asleep. When we have to fight, he's saying that like I'm. i assuming he like sees you. Just like he knows you're here, you. You could hear him.
0: Yeah, I mean he he is breathing and everything. He's breathing. He's alive. So one turn passes because of the combat. Now it, it is completely dark in here. Do you wish to use something for your light source?
3: Yeah, I I kind of assumed Alex that we were doing something because we were in there resting I and mean, it's pretty deep in. So I assumed that we had like the lantern out or something. Can we just say that we had the lantern going?
0: Y- yeah, that's what I meant asking as if what what are
3: you using so yeah i think the lantern probably like sitting in the middle of the group while we were resting and sitting down uh one turn who's tracking that uh are you it's tracking four hours that for the
1: lantern right we had at at the end of the last session we had
2: Exhausted one flask. Like we, we had, had one flask left. Oil, yeah. Okay. And anything else? I mean, the wagon isn't in here, right? Yeah. We're trapped, we're, uh, we're trapped in here away from our supplies, pretty much. Mm. Unfortunate fire. Uh, um, can you cast that uh, light
4: spell? Oh, the, the prayer to St. Fogarty. Yes, oh, I maybe Yes. Yes, I. Uh, it's not through me that this happens. Oh, of course
2: not.
5: So I, I believe that we have at least an agreement with the drone and perhaps he would have information if we were to simply go down the passage and ask
2: him. Although we have an agreement with him, I'm not certain. Uh, the agreement doesn't extend to gain access to where he's left.
5: Would anybody be upset if I petitioned access and tried to have a conversation with him?
2: Well, you could at the very least warn him of these creatures now. We've yes,
5: because his been... way out is also blocked.
2: Right. Had anybody have so, ever seen or heard of that creature before i i don't believe that i have i don't, I don't, don't get know, the Alex sense
0: did. that any of your characters were dungeon delvers or anything like that prior so i'm going to say
3: no okay. i've heard stories of all manners of beasts uh, creatures but uh, most of them are uh, fantastical ones like this are uh, assumed to be in my mind anyways fairy tales exaggerations from drunk miners but um, i guess not
5: so far every creature we've encountered falls in that category <laughs>
3: I'm slowly beginning to question my assumptions. So I'm just
0: going to mark down another turn that'll be basically any conversation you're having right now, which it seems like right now you're just kind of in the planning stages of what comes next. Even though that encounter happened, your your rest hasn't fully happened. So I'm going to say you probably need to hunker down for at least another 20 minutes or so, so two more turns after this. Mm. So go ahead and have your conversation about... Planning and such, and then let me know when you want me to advance time.
5: I would like to talk to the Drew and I would bring Apu with me if he's willing to come.
0: All right. Uh, so, do you want me to advance the two turns and then skip to that? All right. Let's see you. So two more turns so I have to make some rolls.
3: Never mind, we just want to keep talking for the plan.
0: Okay. Nothing happens. So another uh two turns, so four in total for the session so far. Another 20 minutes passes. It is it is quiet. Keep looking towards that rubble pile wondering if you might see another one of these carcass crawlers emerge up, but doesn't appear to be. Seems that the wherever their lair was, they're coming out from they have been sufficiently buried. What I am hearing is coming next is Lilabeth and Abu are going to go forward to try to find the drone. Is anybody accompanying you? And by the way, the woodcutter and Joffrey are still paralyzed.
5: The drone might be able to help with that as well.
0: Okay. So Lilabeth <laughs> and Abu independently are breaking off from the group to go forward here.
2: So, Does
5: anybody want to come?
2: I will accompany you. Uh, I had treated with the drone before, so he knows who I am.
5: Well, oh, that's probably a good thing because I'm Hardly the most diplomatic person in the group.
2: Yes, um, I guess um, I could certainly try
3: to maybe on something, explain the magical implications of these beasts, what worked on them, and what they're vulnerable to. Maybe that'll help with our negotiations. Okay, would I be right
0: in assuming that the friar would stay with his brother? Yes. Okay, okay. sounds good. You guys would be heading down to this chamber where the kobolds are. And so, as the... I don't know, how, how do I count this? Is it four of you or is it three of you? But <laughs> three of you plus Abu, make your way down to that chamber. You can see the kobolds kind of eye you warily, but not aggressively. They just kind of keep an eye in, on you. Again, uh, this area also is covered in crystals of a different hue. They're not as colorful as the ones out in the main cavern. They're kind of the silvery, almost metallic aura coming off of them. Ceiling here is about 12 feet high. There's sort of a purple moss that blankets the walls. The moss itself gives off a little bit of an illuminescence. You can see the fallen door that is uh, quite, looks as if it was quite impressive when it still covered the archway there. And there is an, the archway leads to this Eastern passage that rather than being cavernous is a worked passage from, from days long, long ago. One of the questions I have for you. So the lantern is with who and what light light is each group now using.
5: I have no torches. I gave them all to the cause.
3: Ah, that's a great question, Alex. Do we have any other light source? Like do we have the lantern? Do we have any torches with us? I know there's a bunch in the wagon, but
1: the wagon has thirteen torches. Joffrey has two on his person. I don't know if anybody else has any on their person.
3: I I have I have quite a few. On, my, on me. Okay, I'll take the lantern with me then, and y'all can strike up a torch. I have no torches. I gave them to the wagon. By the way, I am learning a very important lesson. Don't put everything in the wagon. Like, I put my rations in there. Should I put the <laughs> torches in there? I put, like, everything I could except, like, my basic stuff, so.
1: Joffrey put everything but left a little bit on his person of each thing, just in yes. case. To-
3: well, my character is not forward-thinking. Apparently, um, Anyways, so I'll take the lantern, Alex, and okay. leave the torches with the uh, the two brothers. Brother Fitzpatrick. And you
0: guys haven't figured out where, where that torch came from? Yeah, they had torches on them. I know, but who's tracking? Uh, like, we gotta I'll make sure we nail do that I'll, down.
4: I have a few. I have quite a few. So, okay. I'll, I'll do mine first.
0: As you can tell, like in this situation, we definitely it, it matters to what is happening because you guys are trapped mm-hmm. down here. So we have to make sure that we're. We're tabulating all the. It might seem like I'm being nitpicky, but no, it's great. It's no, it's, it's a part of the yeah. part of the pressure of this situation that you find yourselves in. So you guys have the lantern. You're moving forward, and so that's what you see. The kobolds are in there, kind of keeping their distance from you. You're you've been led to believe that Droon told you his lay. He, he I think he referred to his layer as a laboratory, and it's somewhere down that passageway or beyond that passageway.
2: I will say to the kobolds that we need audience with your. Master, there's been a cave-in you might be interested in knowing about.
0: They look towards that passageway. They say, oh, I think he's down there. We're not allowed to go down there.
5: Can you take a message back to him to say that something up here has happened?
0: Oh, no, no, no. We can't go down there.
5: Well, since he hasn't killed us yet and he sent you out here to send a message to us, I'm going to, I'm willing to take the risk of walking down there. Will you let us go by? We'll let him know that you tried to stop us.
0: Do you you have what he asked you for?
5: Uh, no. Not yet?
0: He might get angry with you. You should be careful.
3: It occurs to me, Libeth, uh, that this may be warded. Uh, He may have some sort of traps in place.
5: How would we know?
3: Unfortunately, I put all of my heart and soul into that color spray, which had no use at all for anything. So I'm tapped. I have no way to detect anything.
5: I might be able to look and see if there are... Well, I can track things, I can find things, I'm not sure that I can find traps, um, but I could at least take a look. But they would only be physical ones, not magical, as you can tell when I point to my
3: bald head. (laughs) Well, I'll keep an eye out for glyphs if we decide to go forward, but maybe... We should retreat and find a different route. But I'm willing to go if uh, you feel comfortable.
5: Sad as it is to say, the kobolds make a good point, and I really don't want to risk further injury. Or yes, so maybe I, maybe maybe I, my skills will be better used trying to find another way
2: out. Okay, to the kobolds, I say, do you know of another means of exit? besides that mm, tunnel. It's the only way we know.
5: Well, Abu might know. I mean, he lives here. I, I can't really ask him directly, but uh-huh. I could maybe indicate it. Abu?
0: Um, He he wouldn't really understand like the question, like, do you know a way out of here? Uh, like, he, he can follow uh, some very simple kinds of commands, like attack or defend me or whatever, but uh, that that one's going to be beyond, uh, as smart as he is, that one's going to be a little out of reach.
5: Yes, well, you know, people anthropomorphize their pets
2: and companions. Yes. Yes. And finding ourselves in this situation uh, quietly, I assess how much meat we could get off of this monkey, if worse come to worst. It's
5: a good thing it's quietly.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm also going to guess not very much.
3: (laughs) It's, It's probably pretty wiry. Yeah.
5: Although we might want to take a look at the crawler.
3: Ew, yeah. Can we see its head or anything? Can we, like, examine it? Its head
0: is about all you can see of it. The rest of its form is buried under the debris. Based we'll on, like, the, the juices and such that you saw squirting out of it, probably you don't want to eat this thing.
3: And, you know. Yeah, I don't I don't want to eat it. <laughs> I just want to look at it and see, like, yeah. you know, examine it and, like, kind of maybe, like, dissect it a bit with my sword
2: and just kind of look at its me. mouth. Perhaps take, uh, cut off a couple of its tentacles for later study. Yeah. Them. Yeah, you could
0: uh, you could certainly uh, do that. I'm going to say another. We'll call this another turn. Passes as you're dealing with that. Probably what you will identify about it is its mouth. Is not really designed in, in such a way that it kills with its mouth. What you you get the sense that its tentacles are really to paralyze its prey, and then it will slowly over time kind of munch and eat its prey. That, that is kind of what you see.
2: Ugh, horrifying. Yeah, but I will do
3: like uh, Thomas suggests. I'll sever one of the tentacles if there's anything that slipped through, and just carefully, like with a you know a gloved hand or whatever, just put it into a bag and just say maybe we could maybe we can learn a little bit about this paralysis effect. For the future,
0: yeah, easy enough to do. Harvest a few few of those tentacles.
5: So while they're doing that, can I? um, I'd like to. I'd like to look for tracks at succeeding apparent entrances into this area. And so I'd like to start with the one where I'm standing next that i'm standing next
1: to and just okay. see if are tracks uh, and then go- alex could you confirm for me if that was six total turns if that was an hour
0: uh we're almost there
1: okay because i have six so maybe i'm one
5: off so that's a percentage uh i failed
0: okay i will i will say that that is happening on the same turn as the harvesting and the checking out of the body so
4: now you're back uh decided No, against it, huh?
5: The kobolds had a point.
2: Yeah, we do not know if the passageway there is trapped with magics and such. Yeah, I just worry that this
3: druid seems very um, opposed to the kobolds' presence, and I just have to think he would have
4: protected himself. Maybe not, but... I'm going to look at my brother and test it out again. I'm going to poke his nose.
0: No, no, uh... He's not revived by that, (laughs) though.
1: Do I do I feel anything in my body any you sensation don't. or anything
0: It's like completely numb. You're aware of things so like if the thing had been starting to eat you it would be a horrifying experience because you'd be awake without being able to really do anything and just knowing that it's gnawing on you can't feel the pain but like just knowing like at some point you would pass out from the damage.
2: I pull out that letter. Okay. That we had received before. Yes because Chris did not check his notes
0: you want me to read that for you again
2: yeah but the note that I have is said uh, dear trespassers to the east that there was a password given
0: uh yes east if you wish to talk further the password is skull
2: so pardon my lack of remembrance but it seems that if we do wish to go down and speak with the Drone he did offer us the password and the
5: Oh well, that makes things much easier than me trying to find tracks that might lead us.
2: Now I cannot say that he will be hospitable towards us without having gotten what he asked for. So
5: his three eyed skull, but, but we think, can't help him if we're stuck here.
2: Well, correct, but at least well, if we if we move towards getting that, perhaps he knows another way out.
5: Well, so then I guess back to back to talking to our ally.
2: Okay, so as what I'm hearing, you're. Here... Going back to, uh,
0: three of you are going to go forward and try to find them. I am. Okay.
4: I am. So
3: I'm actually going to, well. They're walking back and forth from the door to the (laughs) camp over
5: and over like a cat. Yes. I don't like to sit still. Uh, I'm
3: bouncy. All right. I will. I'll go with them. Okay. Just a little, I'm a little suspicious, but we'll go.
0: Alright, so um, the three of you are I'm just going to kind of, this is your marching order
3: I mean, none of us are, I guess Thomas is the, probably, probably Thomas, what's your AC, Thomas? Are you wearing armor? Yes I yeah, Thomas here in the front. Okay. Yeah.
1: I would say it would be good for you guys to have a night with you, but the night seems to just fall asleep and fall down every time there's a battle.
3: So you guys
0: start to walk down this passage, and what you see are on either side of the hallway. On the left side, you can see that there are three stone doors. It's just dark stone uh there is nothing nothing fancy about these doors. These are just slabs of stone that cover so there's three on the north side and two on the south side. And the passageway seems to lead. Your light gives you I guess that's all you can see really. The this doorway here and this one here look slightly ajar.
3: I can't explain it, but I have such a bad feeling about this.
0: It is dank here. It it like there's moisture. That has collected both on the floor and the ceiling. Not like you're not wading through water or anything, but just like tiny little pools. Once in a while, a drip, drip from up above. Do we
5: still, almost, see
0: any? Roll a D six for me, Lilabeth. Four. Okay. You don't see any fungi, and you also don't see the thing that's about to drop on you. <laughs> So from up above, you you guys are surprised, but there are these two almost slug-like creatures. They're almost, they're they're gray in color and so very difficult to spot. And so these two slug, they're like four feet long and they both drop down as you guys are passing through the passageway. I'm going to randomly determine who this is going to be on. One of them is on Lilabeth and the other one is dropping on Thomas. I'm going to say that the creature has a special ability that I'm going to say supersedes, you know, your, your default thing. Okay. Okay, that works so one drops down uh let's start we'll do the one on Lilith, and it makes an attack roll uh does a 12 hit nope all right and the second one this one is on thomas does a 15 hit
2: uh 15 i think so my armor class is 15 okay you will
0: take two points of damage. So what happens? The one that tries to drop down on Lilabeth, uh, th- there's basically one that drops down. It just misses Lilabeth. Kind of you jump forward. Maybe you even kind of see the one that drops down on uh, Thomas, and you, so you sidestep that one. The other one though drops down on Thomas, and it clings to you. It manages to bite at your neck, and you've just got this whole this thing is just clinging like a wet rag right on on your chest. And so that was the surprise round. We will roll for initiative.
2: Uh, that is a five on the die.
0: All right. Hell yeah. So you guys are first. Any movement? You have to move before you attack, right? Yep. It goes movement, ranged, melee,
3: spells. Got it. I am... And there's one of them on Thomas?
0: One of them is clinging to Thomas. The other one is uh, just to the left there of Lilabeth. Okay.
3: No movement. All right.
0: Ranged attacks. Ranged attacks would be at a penalty. Um,
5: mm. No, No ranged attack from me.
3: All right. Melee. I will be attacking with my sword. All right, let's 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 open with that. I'm attacking the one that's attached to Thomas. I'm just going to kind of pierce it with the sword. I hope this doesn't actually hurt Thomas. I'm probably going to miss anyways. All right, here we go. So, Thomas, I'm just kind of like rattling out my sword with a shaky hand. And Thomas, there's something on you. I promise I'm not playing a trick. And I rolled a 17 plus, I think that's, I think it's just 17. Maybe okay. plus one. That hits. And a sword is D6? Yes. Oh, it's a six. And I do think, let me just check my strength. Just real quick. And I do get a plus one Ooh. modifier to melee attack and damage. It'll be seven.
0: So you like cleave the bottom half of this worm off and it's like writhing on the ground. But you can see the thing is still clinging with its bite on Thomas. And so he's still actively biting. Does it look um,
3: alive or does it look like it's like, it just needs to be removed?
0: It it looks like it's alive. Like it's still squirming and like kind of gnashing. You can see it digging its teeth in. That's horrible. The other, let's see, uh, do we want to go to Lilibeth? You were going to make a melee?
5: I'm going to make a melee. Uh, I only have a crowbar or a chisel with which to make this. So I'm deciding I'm going to crowbar the thing that's behind me.
0: Okay. Crowbar. Um, Not going to be as super effective as a weapon, but you, you can make an attack if you hit. I'll say, you know, it does a point of damage.
5: Okay. Well, um, I don't think I hit. I have a four.
4: Okay. That'll miss. And then... Alex, yep. Just a question. Um, I'm noticing that it's, they're not that far away. Would I be able to hear the commotion? I'm not sure
0: you'd be aware of anything just yet. That's the first round. Sounds good. I'll let you do listen, check at the start of the next initiative to see if you hear anything.
2: How about Thomas? Basically what I'm doing is I'm saying skull, skull, skull. Okay. Okay. There's a password. (laughs) I have no idea if this is going to help. I'm just reaching up and grabbing this thing and yanking it off me to throw it on the ground okay, uh go ahead and roll a strength check. Uh, I rolled a six on the die and strength is third. All
0: right you managed to like, uh, remove it, and fling it to the ground, and then it's still, like, moving towards your boot, uh, still alive.
2: Is it possible to stomp on it?
0: Yeah, let's say... You make an attack roll as if you were attacking with your weapon, a, a strength-based one.
2: Uh, that is a four.
0: Okay. Um, so you go to try to stomp on it. It kind of moves kind of erratically. It almost, like, pops. It, like, moves forward just, like, a foot or so as you try to do that. That'll be the end. Oh, wait, you guys won initiative, so then... Mm-hmm. these things are going to go. So we'll start with the one Lilabeth near you. We'll try to attack. and misses. The other one, just the little... It's like a foot of the worm that is still there with its mouth. Tries to pop up and maybe grab it, like kind of your lower leg, Thomas.
5: Okay.
0: And it's going to miss. Round one is over. Fryer, go ahead and roll a
4: d6. Uh, I'm doing a listen check, so like listen, not a door check. I got a five, so I wouldn't I wouldn't hear anything. Okay,
0: so not yet. We'll, we'll, I'll allow okay. you to keep doing that. It sounds like you want to be in it, So we'll just keep rolling that. Okay, so we're going to roll another initiative. You know, any retreats or spellcasting, let me know. Otherwise, roll your d6. Uh, that is a 3. Oh, I got a 3 also. We can reroll a 5. Uh 2. Okay, uh, so they're going to go... They're just going to keep doing the same thing. So this one's on Littlebeth. A uh, 16 to hit. That hits. Okay, so it attaches to you three points of damage. The other one... Okay. Thomas is going to miss you. Uh, so then it's your turn. Any movements? Any ranged?
3: Well, I, I'm going to move back towards close to the one that's uh, attacking Willabeth.
0: Okay, same within Behind range it. of that one. Sounds like no ranged, probably. So you go ahead and make your you know melee. What?
3: I'm sorry, Alex. I, I I was being stupid. I would actually back up as far as I can go, and I'll go ranged.
0: Gotcha. Okay, go ahead and do the range attack.
3: Okay, I'm gonna take a rock and just sling it. I'm going to try to hit the one that's right next to Thomas. Okay. Miss tremendously.
0: Uh, melee attacks.
5: I want to try again with the, uh, crowbar. Okay. That the one, well, actually I have one on my throat, don't I? You do. Then I'm going to use my hands. I'm going to try and get my hands between it and my throat and pull it off.
0: Okay. Try to roll strength check. A one. Okay. I'm presuming a one is under your strength score. So you managed to do that and throw it to the ground.
5: Yes,
2: Thomas. Weapons out, attacking the one that is trying to bite my leg. Uh, Fourteen on the die and a ten on the die, so that one will uh, hit. And four on the die, so five points. So you go and like this time you
0: slash at this thing almost like a scalpel on flesh, and it just cuts through. And what you are noticing, it's not now that you are taking the time and you hit it in this precise kind of way. It isn't really a worm. Like it as you cut it into it and even like the other half that was like lingering there, it sort of dissolves and kind of becomes a pool of ooze. Um and so it kind of loses its rigid form and just becomes more liquid. By the gods. I see. I th- think that's everything then and that's the end of the round uh friar go ahead and roll listen
4: check i rolled a one so i hear
0: okay um and so we will ask you for similar types like uh so when you hear you do hear kind of the commotion a bit Mm -hmm. happening what what is the friar's reaction to hearing that
4: i would uh i would assume like i was sitting i'd probably stand look at one of the woodcutters and say "Ow, come with me they might need help
0: all right that sounds good uh go ahead roll that d6 See who wins the initiative here. I rolled a two. Got a six. Okay, so party acts
2: first. Any movement that you wish to do? I'll move to engage the one that Lilabeth threw off. Sounds good. Um, Back up a little bit further, too. All right.
4: If, if if I could, I would move. I'd start moving down.
0: Sounds good. All right, so that's, that's their movement. Uh, any ranged attacks that need to happen here? Throwing a rock. All right. Lilabeth, watch out. 16.
3: Uh, That'll hit? That is going to be a 3.
0: Okay, uh, so you hit it, and the thing is on the ground. Uh, It's like a direct hit, and it kind of squashes it. And as the impact, it becomes ooze and just like splats all over the floor bottom of your boots or bottom of little best boots i guess and uh it is no more and so we'll drop initiative here another turn passes from the combat and joffrey you start to regain feeling in your extremities
4: and your body oh you're all okay he'd
2: he'd, uh friar would move up
5: a little bit. No. This holding the crowbar up over her head as she's walking down this tunnel for the rest of this walk.
2: There were some more creatures. Small. They uh, were like worms. Did you say the password? <laughs> I began to when I was engaged in combat as it was chewing on my neck.
0: Didn't seem to have an effect. Maybe, <laughs> maybe this yeah. isn't the pl- place to say <laughs> it.
2: We're a little worse for uh, the wear, but I believe we're, we're okay. A little freaked I'm, out. I don't know if there's any more. We. We didn't see him the first time.
4: As long as we are you, uh, don't get yourselves killed just trying to talk to this fella. Do you think we should abandon
2: fire and seek a different way?
4: Well, I heard the uh, the old lord of the dreams up there starting to wrestle around. So I'm not sure if uh, maybe we choose another path. Uh, it's up to you. I trust your instincts. Uh, you have good wisdom
3: to the dangers in this area. I just do not trust the drone.
2: Perhaps uh, perhaps we should have tried something like this before. And from here, I cup around my mouth and i holler as loud as i can down the down the hallway grimlock we seek audience and there
0: is no response give me a give me a d6 along with your call out there uh that is a six okay so you kind of call out there's a little bit of an echo that like kind of comes back at you as
2: you hear your own voice reverberate through the hall but there is no response do we go on or should we perhaps wait a few minutes to see if he heard that I don't know if he will call back, but he may come.
5: Well, it seems to me that no matter what passage we take, it carries risks. This one, at least we have some knowledge of what those risks are, and there's a possibility of aid at the end of it. So I vote that we continue. But you, of course, will make up your own minds.
2: I'm fine with continuing, but uh, okay. I, do say let's, I do say let's give it five. Okay. Let's give it five minutes just to see if, if he arrives.
0: Okay, I'll say with the conversation... And the waiting will f- start another turn. And this is going to begin, this will be the start of our six in the caves. Um, yep. so, so you wait the five minutes here nearby the kobolds. Nothing happens. He either has not heard you or is choosing to ignore you. And so is it the consensus of the party that you would like to continue to try to find the
2: drone?
5: I would like to try, but I'm not the party. I would like to have Apu come along.
2: Perhaps if he's uh, any of those worms again. Oh, is Joffrey not- up up and moving around? Yep. Or is he
1: Yeah, kinda...
0: you're free of your paralysis.
1: Yeah, I think he's probably making some loud um, dad noises and kind of looking around, <laughs> trying to figure out what's what's going on. You know, he kind of got lost in a dream, got paralyzed, and he's just sort of waking up. <laughs> and, and you'll kind of hear him walking in and be like, oh, what are we? What are we doing? What is going on here?
3: Well, we were trying to find the drone um, to let him know about the cave in. The
1: the only thing I've noticed is that um, this passage leads in, and we're looking to get out. I think, right? We want to, we want to like sell these crystals, and and, and our whole uh, everything's outside, right? If we continue in towards the drone, we're going in the opposite direction of getting out. And there are there are two other passages maybe we could at least look into those and see if they lead out somehow.
5: Well, my case was that at least this is a passage with known dangers and the possibility of some information knowledge help at the end of the journey. We could try to dig our way back out and hope that there no more of those creatures are on the other side of our cave-in. We have no idea how thick that cave-in is. And the other two passages are unknowns, so we are basically just taking a chance no matter what
1: we do. I don't think digging out is going to work. It's quite quite a ways, that passage. It's
0: I would collapsed. say you probably assess that that's a multi-day
3: project.
5: We've got other people in here who need to eat. My hope is maybe Apu can eat one of these things.
4: The slime.
5: Well, I don't know.
4: Give it a try, Apu.
5: <laughs> he says no.
4: We, shouldn't
5: eat
1: it either. we know that the monkeys came and went from this cave through the pool.
0: When you came in to the main pool area, you saw that there were three tunnels. The one that you went in, there was one that led to the north. And there was also you had seen that the water went down. There was like a stream, you know, that it went underground. So
1: I just, I just feel that if the the northmost path, for instance, seems like it, if it doesn't wind around, could lead to one of those paths we saw when we came down to the pool. I, I, I'm I'm game to do whatever the fair you know, point.
5: Fair the point. team, I, the I team wants to. Do,
4: well, you know? I'm just. I'm thinking that if we're going forward, it seems that we are going to an end where uh, this person is just going to not... If he hadn't given us the information already to be careful going into this place, then what can we expect going forward? I think we just try to find a way out. Instead of hurting ourselves more, I only am given limited power to help us if one of us gets hurt further.
1: We've also got a considerable, you know, score of crystals at this point. We don't want to just leave them sitting unguarded as we enter into this dungeon. Well,
5: I used to be cute and I'm still pretty fast, but I'm not smart and only minimally wise. So, I'm willing to do whatever you want to do. But just decide.
1: Well, my vote my vote is we take the northern passage. But I'm like I said, I'm This is a democracy. It's not a monarchy. So, whatever the group decides, that would be my vote.
5: Okay. So, this is why democracies fail. Let's go north.
0: just take heart and it's going to be terrible no matter which direction you (laughs) choose right
2: (laughs) do keep in mind that we do know that there are tramadites to the north as soon as i found
3: out this is a standalone module i just was like oh no we're not just exploring a cave that we found there's gonna be shit in here yes
0: (laughs) so there is a fog lake in the dolman wood pdf there is like a little bit of description about just like crystals and like there's a little place where you can walk in and like look at the crystals and there's not a lot of depth to it so that's why i was like you know this would be a really good place to drop this uh, module because it thematically fits it is a little bit of a departure from the what's in the hex all right so um you all are gathering up together and you're going to start heading north is what it sounds like uh, i do have a question about the woodcutters what would your directive for them be are they coming along with you Do you want them to start digging as a precautionary thing sky's the limit as to what you want them to
5: do
1: this is an operation you keep mining Um, silver crystal right (laughs) oh
2: speaking of which on the
1: seeing thing guys we've got two hours left on the um on the lantern
2: i think it probably would be best to leave the leave the woodcutters here until we find a way out and then come get them all right i'm gonna take i'm gonna take one (laughs) i'm gonna take
4: isaac's going
2: um By the way, Friar, I don't know if you have first aid capabilities. I know you've got magical healing, but i show you my neck. that has a big scratch in it. I don't know what kind of mundane first aid or whatever. I don't
0: think you've recovered any, like, uh-huh. HP recovery. Uh, yeah. Did you, I guess a question, Did you did do a roll on, like, the fungus in here. Was that yep. successful or a failure? We
1: got the green one-up mushroom.
4: I believe that when I rolled, I don't think we figured out what that was. Okay mushroom was
0: so uh i guess long long story short there's no skill check that can recover hit points but oh
4: uh, maybe it was called a liverwort jack it's like liver sounds Sounds right right. so maybe that might be the mushrooms if my notes are correct that
0: cinnamon smelling mushroom Uh uh-huh okay uh so some of the woodcutters are staying behind it sounds like isaac's taking his hireling
3: yeah i'm gonna leave mine behind to work okay you're gonna leave him to work well, he can either. My thoughts are either to try to like go ahead and start digging up the rocks in case we fail, or even for real, like look at those silver crystals. Yeah, I believe my woodcutter as well. They're gonna be dead when we come back.
0: And yeah. is it yeah. is it the case that you want them to start working on trying to get a way out, or is it that they're mining the crystals? Yeah. So I'm just wondering, like, what are they? What are they doing? Or do you just want them to stay put? Are they not
4: working? I, I would recommend that we have them at least try to... Dig out. He would say if they stay, okay. then they should
2: try to dig out. Not We're not mining anymore. We're trying to survive. Right, everyone? Yes. And say this one thing that I do worry about is that if they are making noise, trying to get out, it could call stuff to them. Yes. As opposed to just holing up, we're going to find our way out of here. Just... <coughs> My vote, when is, we get back. my vote is we take them all with
1: us, because if we find a way out and that way out is where we find it, we do not want to
2: probably come back for them. Fair point. Too. That's a good point. Uh, OK. And we're low on uh, means of light. So at some the point they probably enough. will be in darkness which is probably not good okay yeah yeah bring them
4: heading north if if i'm aware that this some of this these mushrooms are edible uh then i would definitely try to grab a few before we left do you know that they're edible i just know that my notes say that they're liverwort jack and it tastes they taste like um... they they smell like cinnamon oh okay then they must it must not be that but
0: i don't think (laughs) okay i don't think anybody has tried one feed one to one of the woodcutters What? Like,
1: see see if Apu finds it appealing. There you go. Uh, uh,
5: uh,
2: <laughs> I mean, you're going to have to eat. Apu was slime. going
5: to eat any of the mushrooms. He would already be eating them. You saw what he did with our iron rations and with the seaweed. Apu, will you eat so, the mushroom? Yeah,
2: he's, he, gonna... he's, the, he's the monkey in the coal mine. <laughs> no, let me understand. Um,
3: you are willing to eat one of those gross tentacle creatures. You're willing to feed Apu a slime worm shapeshifter, but a mushroom?
5: I don't want to kill him. He told me very clearly he wouldn't eat this. So if he tells me he's not going to eat the mushroom, that would be a hint. Oh first.
0: no, no, no! That was in that was in relation to the slime monster. Not <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't eat the slime monster, but uh, right,
1: but he, 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 he maybe
0: would be willing to eat the mushroom. So you want to feed Apu the mushroom or no? Which
5: we have many mushrooms still in this space, right?
0: Just keep feeding him, in, as long as they're not killing him, yeah, there well, there are plenty I'm plenty of this fungus, him. but um. I think this one was a special one that grew, right? Am I misremembering that? This is the special one that grew that Joffrey had found?
5: It seemed to be alive. It screamed when he pulled it off the wall. Yes.
0: <laughs> what could so, possibly go wrong?
5: Yes, that's my thought about this as well. So can we hold the green mushroom out to him at least? Sure. what he was. Oh, 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 huh? oh, darn it. Um, So I'm... I don't have a knife or anything to cut anything out of it. I really don't want to risk him.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't think we should maybe use it yet or whatever. But I, the fact that he's willing to eat it, I think, gives us some information.
2: And there were there were still like twenty two other monkeys out there if this one
1: <laughs>
2: does not make it. <laughs> uh,
5: <laughs> it doesn't work quite like that. <laughs> There's a real bond here.
2: Oh, okay. My apologies. Thank you. All right, so it sounds like
0: uh, holding off on that for just now. Okay, one of you has a lantern out. I think that's uh, Waymond is holding that. And so you begin to move uh, to the North Passage here. What you see as you come in, there is a very interesting-looking I guess we'll call it a statue. It's basically just a pillar, like a column, eight feet tall, um, almost almost hits the ceiling in here, which is about maybe 10 feet overhead. But this structure, this sculpt, it kind of looks like it's carved from stone, and it is just a pillar of skulls that appear to be stacked kind of around the column all the way up. Human skulls. Uh. And it sits on a plinth of Black marble, and then there's the tunnel continues up to the north.
5: What could possibly
2: be wrong with that shrine?
0: There are still crystals here. Uh, The crystals in this chamber are white and aquamarine coming off the ceiling and the walls.
2: These skulls, I mean, do they look to be like mortared? in around this or more like just stack
0: as you're looking at it so you're going to go up to the statue and examine a bit closer i will examining the skulls you get right up there with like maybe the light and now you're looking at this they look like they're real skulls they look look like the real skulls kind of like they're like shelved within whatever's behind it but there's so many of them you know that they all kind of rest on little ledges and are very meticulously stacked in such a way that you almost feel like you don't see any mortar or anything that's gluing them into place, and you feel like if you reached out and grabbed one, like, you'd be pulling it loose, unless it's unless it's adhered on the backside or something like that. But as you're Are doing they... that, you also notice that there is, on the northern side of it, uh, something is written there on the stone floor in red, but it is... I don't think any of you will understand what it says, but you could rattle off languages that you know. If
3: Doppelganger.
0: Really, is that one of yours? Yeah. Um. It, it does not apply here, but <laughs> I'm just like
4: Doppelganger. Um, really? <laughs> is it liturgic? The the is no it the, uh, no it's not the, it's not the language of uh, the it's ones
0: Like smeared in blood, like <laughs> thou shalt not touch it's skulls.
5: <laughs> old. I have old oldish, in addition okay. to regular oldish.
3: Yeah. Oh wow. As, as do I. I have Elvish. None of
0: you understands, unfortunately.
3: But the language of neutrality. Ooh.
0: Just <laughs> once I want to see someone use alignment languages. I've never had it come up in any of my campaigns, I don't think. <laughs>
3: I'm just imagining someone who has the language neutrality smearing language and something in blood, like on the wall. <laughs> it just seems very not neutral around their skull shrine. We know okay. it's going to be something horrible, right? It's going like, to be horrible. <laughs>
5: yeah. Well, I mean, I think about think about all of the cultures that revere their dead by carefully. That's true.
3: Bones. And smearing messages in blood on the wall.
5: But they're they're pans to their courage and strength.
3: Sure. Okay. Fair enough. I won't judge. Lilibeth. Um, there, I think we should get the hell out of here. There
0: is another thing that you notice as you're examining the statue is on the, the marble plinth that it is sitting on is engraved. And it would be probably old, like old Woldish. Um the, the language there, the, what it says, it says the acquiescent is what it says on the plinth. Um,
5: what did they acquiesce to? I don't think I want to find out.
0: Thomas, um would you roll me a D six as you're looking about? Uh that is a two. Okay. So another thing that you notice as you're looking around here is that an, a couple of those skulls, as you're looking at them to see if they're mortared into place, um, you got the lantern out. In a couple of the skulls inside them, you can see kind of a glitter, like the light catches on a reflective surface. And uh, inside you can see, you probably notice this on five of the skulls, but there appears to be like a gemstone or something that has been like placed inside the skull. Are any of them ruby, red? They are dark. Gems. Roll roll a D six. Got two. One of them is I'm gonna look at it closely. So you get the lantern up, you're peering inside, you can see it is a very valuable looking ruby. Uh you would probably guess it's worth at least two hundred and fifty gold. <laughs> it's it's like it's not just like a rough gemstone, like it is um, you know. Mm-hmm. Crafted by a jeweler's hands and...
3: Alex, how dare you do this to me? Uh, I'll just say, um, Beth about those cultures that revere the dead, do you think they'd be very upset if I just were to put my hand in and take that, just take this one, one gem away from their memorial?
5: Well, there's taking and then there's asking.
3: There's borrowing as well. And rightfully reclaiming. There's lots of options to explain.
5: I'll choose which one you think is going to work best. I don't know anything about the rituals, Friar. Do you have any insight into this?
4: But it's bad. I... <laughs> it's not good. I don't see. I don't think we have uh, any uh, pillars of skulls and whatnot um, in our religion. So I would say no. Uh, I, I don't see any of those skulls moving yet. Uh, you are looking for. Did you find your, your gem you're looking
3: for? I did, and, and if you we were to say this is something probably bad, we'd be defiling something that's defiled, right? Would the one true god want us to do this,
4: destroy this? I'm sure it would be great uh, foothold
2: getting rid of this vile pillar. The friar, does he want you to do it? Probably not. <laughs> I, I would think it would be less. I'd be more concerned with whether the one true God wanted you to do it, as opposed to whatever entity this is dedicated to to not want. You to. Oh, it gosh. would be helped
5: perhaps by a friar's blessing. Can you bless?
2: I mean, I would, if
4: anything, I'd, I would I, 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 mean, I could give you a bit of uh, some words and maybe give you a kind blessing before you stick your hand in there. But
2: before we all leave the room and leave you it. <laughs> <laughs> all of these skulls do appear to be human to a one, right? There's not anything mm. else like a, a small, you know, a s- smaller skull or a Cat skull or goat there, skull? Goat skull.
0: There is one that is non-human. It looks like it was probably a more recent addition to the pillar.
2: Cobalt,
3: isn't it?
0: It's maybe, um, it's got lizard-like feel to it. Like, it's more structured, okay. like, you would guess it's probably one of the troglodyte skulls.
3: I'm wrestling with what Wayman wants, what's with what would ruin the game for the rest of the players.
5: <laughs> Wayman must do what Wayman wants.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, their gem is right there, right? There are gems right I mean, there. Oh, man. Be, that's thing, like my
3: personal quest as well. Be true. One thing
1: that occurs to me is that... Could, could not maybe you consider a skull with a gem inside with two eye sockets as maybe a skull with three eyes? Is that possible?
3: What are you getting at? Oh, the thing we're is looking it, for.
1: Is it maybe... I mean, it, it couldn't be possible that he was searching for something in the next room, but, um... So just a, just a thought, just, just a, a thought.
0: Throw water on that. I think he told you that it was a goat folk. Yeah, that's right. So,
1: yeah. so. Oh, OK.
3: But maybe, maybe I should take it just in case. I would take it.
1: You're
2: right. Let me get into another room first.
5: <laughs> <sighs> I'll stay I'm, here.
2: I am going to I'm going to go out on. A limb here with uh, a something I am surmising. Whatever this is dedicated to, the troglodytes are the current ones worshipping this thing. The most recent skull is a troglodyte skull. It would not be if they did sacrifices or whatever, and the troglodytes dedicated themselves to whatever this is dedicated to. The troglodytes are the current ones that are acquiescent to whatever yeah. force this is. I see.
5: And little bit, I I will stand. I will stand ready in case something happens. I won't be surprised, and neither will you.
1: It's going to be really funny when nothing happens, right here, guys. Yes.
3: <laughs> see, that's what I'm thinking too. But 250 gold piece, gem. No DM puts that out there. Just, to just grab. grab it. I'm going to grab it. All right. Save versus death. I'm oh, gonna... oh
1: no! <laughs> oh really? No. Damn it! Uh-huh. <laughs>
3: Do we have any rerolls? All right. So, death is fortunately one of my stronger saves. It's a 13. Nice. So, I need a roll
2: of a 13 or higher, right? It is over. Does my song have an ending now? The Four faces gonna- of Waymond the Undying is a, is a song I've been working <laughs> on. <laughs> All right, here we go. You ready? Here we go. It's, it's a it.
4: 12. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> uh.
0: So you reach in to grab the gemstone and you all watch in horror as Waymond turns to dust and is disintegrated.
1: Uh, I
2: feel somewhat responsible for just kind of blurting out just grab the damn thing. I I grab a vial and start Uh. putting Waymond, the dust of Waymond into uh, a vial. Well, everyone, it was nice Uh. knowing you.
3: Oh no! I'm gonna come back as a as, uh, as something interesting, maybe a beautiful elf maiden. <laughs> yes. I'm not a grimalkin. I don't have nine lives. I have I had four. I think I it.
0: It's a fitting end to Wayman because this was what he was looking for, and so to find it, he had to right. Like he couldn't mm-hmm. have passed it out.
3: Yeah, I think I've asked for a ruby every session, and so finally, <laughs> that was there you go, and a good one, <laughs> a really good one.
0: Well, um, uh, <laughs> another wow. turn passes. Wayman the Illusionist is now ash and dust, having been disintegrated after being tempted by a prize that he'd been seeking a ruby of some value to be able to empower his uh, spells. It was here on this plinth of where there was a monument of skulls in a tower. And one of them had uh, such a gemstone, he reached in to try to grab it and disintegrated. Along with all of his things, which is right where we were just discussing before we came back on, that he was the one that was holding the lantern and a, a number of things that maybe would have proved valuable for the party. But all the stuff that he was carrying is gone. Without the lantern, uh, I think we're going to be reliant on torches going forward.
5: You need a tinderbox?
4: Uh, I'm I'm good. Uh, I, I have some torches still. I have six left.
1: Joffrey has three
4: on him as well. Obviously, uh, you know, the friar would be shocked and sad and all these things we'd light it up right he'd probably say a prayer quickly be ultimately sad at someone a person that who'd he had grown to admire in a way had passed he is saddened by that his he would consider him a friend at this point his friend that Gave him an opportunity to reflect so much on his own life and his
2: choices he's made had passed. So he'd say all those things in his kind of spiel and sermon and prayer. Okay. And Thomas would, uh, while he was saying that or whatever, as he was collecting the vial in a bit of reverence or whatever, would be bowing his head as he was saying the, the prayer.
5: Lilibeth would not be praying. She'd be wiping a spot on the ground and taking out a bottle of ink and writing in modern, woldish, do
3: not
0: touch which is funny because that's what the other message says in troglodyte
3: <laughs> 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 troglodytes touched it. that's what happened oh well does my skull get put on the plinth or is it disintegrated
5: on.
0: it's just, it's it's you know uh that's a good point i like that i, I think the skull is still there the, like everything except the skull is still there
1: everything is gone except the skull
0: correct so all, all his stuff and everything is disintegrated, but makes sense that, that that's how it would work.
1: Joffrey's grabbing his mace and he's trying to fight the urge to just destroy this pillar. He's so angry right now. He's he's definitely channeling all his um you know his grief over and and shock over everything that's kind of happened in this day, and he's just really mad at this thing right now that killed his friend.
0: So I think um. Probably a turn passes with the blessing. Probably just the recollecting yourselves after having this happen. It would be traumatic to have to have seen this, and and further imposes on you the dread of being trapped in this place. Because at this point, seeing this leads you to believe that there is there is definitely something more to this place than just a pretty cavern of glowing gems and crystals and such. there, there's some history here—a very dark history—that is afoot. After that time passes, would your destination be to continue exploring to the north? I think so. You move forward, uh, continuing to explore. Torch light giving you sight into yet another cavern, and here there are white and aquamarine crystals, similar to the previous chamber all about the room, and another statue. This one looks to be a mass of little orbs that are purple and black stone. I guess more of a, kind of more of a obsidian-looking stone with kind of purple striations. And each one is formed into the likeness of a one-inch eyeball. And so, uh, you can see that that it is also uh, sitting on a black plinth. Having seen the previous one, you can see there's an inscription engraved on the plinth this one says the honored servant and all about the statue on the ground there are these little like stone figurines almost like like little maybe eight inch tall stone figurines of different shapes different figures a number of them are troglodytes there's an ogre carrying a chest there are two that are shaped like knights three that are shaped like dwarves one is a hooded figure that resembles uh the drone. there's a did i say the female elf warrior And then as you're walking into the room, there are a number of new stat little figures that are emerging from the floor, almost like in real time being constructed and forming from the earth itself.
3: One that looks like each of you. Winston spits on the ground and says, well, we better
1: not touch any of that shit. I'm going to examine the one that looks like me. Not touch Look, no touch.
0: It is a perfect likeness of you. Every little detail of the gear that you're carrying, your your weapons, your sword, your armor, everything is like immaculate. And as you're looking at your statue, you can't help but come across two figures that fit the description of Marjoram Griver. Two. Two.
1: What are the differences between the two?
0: As far as you can tell, just looking at them, no differences at all. Both have kind of this kind of big, almost baggy-like gown like a wizard's dress traveler's cloak hood carrying a uh, staff that is topped with a prismatic looking crystal
2: assuming that he states out loud that there's two of them i wish to step out of the chamber and step back in and ask him if there is a second one that looks like me
0: testing that theory a second version of you does not emerge
4: do you see, um, do you see Wayman there?
0: There is not one of Wayman. And the woodcutters are there? All the wood, uh, all the woodcutters that step into the chamber, one, one of them emerges. How many troglodyte? I want to say seven. Seven.
5: One female elven warrior? Yes. Wonderoom.
0: Although if we need to adjust the gender on that later, we can.
5: Okay. <laughs> kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> Hmm, interesting for the two. Graver.
3: Why would there be two?
1: Maybe she's twins. Is my recollection, is she an illusionist?
3: She's a prismist, prismist but...
1: Prismist.
3: Yeah. You would know from Way- Wayman that that's that's uh, similar. I
2: wonder similar if
1: ways. she... I wonder if she had some sort of spell that cast an image
2: of her in this room. I fear it's perhaps something more sinister. Perhaps if when she entered, she was one person and discovered something that changed her. I would
5: like to leave this place.
0: (laughs) Right. Looks yes. like you have uh, two such options for doing so. There is a... So for the North Passage, you think you see maybe candlelight. There's like a slight glow there that is brighter than just the luminescence of crystals. And then to the east, I mean, probably at this point, you've at least stepped in a bit. You could see there's like a kind of a milky white glow, maybe more crystals coming from that passage.
4: North is the way we go.
1: Until we can go east.
0: So uh, you continue forward, and here is where it's starting, It's no longer cavernous. It starts to turn into worked stone, like you're walking into something that was at one time constructed by some kind of intelligent life that lived down here. As you move into this chamber, th- there is like a light in this room, but it is not coming from candlelight. There are sort of these puffballs... That cling kind of like floating in the air towards the ceiling of this chamber. Almost like some kind of like mold or something or a seedling or something that is just floating in the air and and creating some illuminescence on the area here. Towards the... I guess the the western side of the chamber, uh you're struck by the sight of a middle-aged woman who wears embroidered finery of purple with gold trim, a prison-topped staff. You can see there is a bedroll over there and, you know, some some miscellaneous things a wicker basket that appears to have some forest roots and berries and mushrooms in it. Uh the woman is sitting kind of by herself and she stands and grabs her staff as you enter into the chamber. She looks at you all and says, I I, I would presume you are customers or have come to find me looking to buy mushrooms or crystals. This is sort of unorthodox. Usually you would not enter into someone's private chambers, but I suppose it's been a bit of time since I've been out selling. So
2: what is it that you're looking for? Was her likeness in any of the statues in the other room?
0: Yes, this is who you... This, this is a spitting image of Marjoram Griver.
5: You sell herbs?
0: I have herbs. What melody? do you have that uh, maybe i can forward something up for you here i've got i've got i've got a bit on me but
5: Briar, do you have any idea of what kinds of herbs that might be useful for us
4: as far as and we i mean from what we know like this is what we're we know that the who this is right like as far as the player the characters
0: yeah i mean you you got a description of her like you you, you have all of the information right like like you knew mm-hmm. that she was out here she's clearly wearing like everything apparently hasn't done a great job maybe disguising herself if she was to be undercover uh, although i guess uh-huh. you don't know that that was her goal she's got a staff with a prism prism on it like unmistakable just,
4: as far as herbs and what do you sell oh you you do you, you sell these mushrooms and whatnot i do oh uh, may we enter a little uh may we come in we apologize we are coming into your.
0: that's yes yes step in you're here let's make a deal uh... there's a oh, there sure is a lot of you are you the ones making all that racket I heard just a bit ago? The past few hours, all the clanging?
5: That would be us, yes.
0: Mm. Are you horning in on my business?
5: I could answer that better if I knew what your business was.
0: Crystals! The sale of crystals.
5: Are you in partnership with anybody?
0: Well, no. It's just me.
5: Do you have, like, claim staked that would be known in the wider world?
0: My claim? I'm telling you now that I have i have claimed this. You wouldn't rob an old woman of her livelihood, would you?
5: Depends on if the old woman would rob me of mine.
0: Finders, keepers,
4: I was here first. Hold on. Let's not get in an argument about this. We're, 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 we are just coming. We are passing through. We are trying to leave, actually. There was a, a cave-in. We've lost one of our good friends, all um, the way, don't no Okay, cave we are searching uh, far away out, ma'am, but what is your name? I am um uh, Friar Fitzpatrick. My name is Meg uh, Meg. Nice to meet you, yes, we. Yeah, we did not know that there was someone else uh, that was selling crystals, so we, we apologize. We we are not here to encroach on anything. We are just trying to survive and get out of here.
0: All right. Well, if it gets you out of here quicker and you promise not to come back, I suppose
4: I can help you. We owe you a big favor. Thank you. Are you ready? Shall we? Oh, oh we're leaving.
2: Well. That's great. Yes. Uh, anyway, everyone. Uh, does, she, does she look about 50, right? Yes. Okay.
5: Slump, middle-aged, frizzy, gray hair, staff.
1: Thinking <laughs> doppelganger, but let's see. Uh, I, I think Joffrey, knowing that this woman fits the description before we leave, might Try to do some kind of ruse to say, like, yes, we are interested in crystals and whatever crystals she lays out, he'd be like, no, 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 not that one. It's more something like this and try to describe the crystal that we're searching for to see if she reveals or if we can determine whether she has it or if, it, you know, something like that. OK, Yeah, I'm, I'm in the crystal game. I'm interested and I'll give her a description of the gem that was stolen.
0: And so uh, the description of the prism, so I'll give it to you now that it's relevant. The crystal that you were looking for is a two-inch crystal that is black, opaque. Uh, has a little bit of an aura. Uh, this is all, everything that the Lumorans would have described to you on, uh, upon setting you out. And so as you talk to her, she's like, all right, well, if you're here and you've got coin, I suppose we could make a deal and she's just like looking at your pickaxes and such and she says I don't think I have anything less than what you have and she goes to like her basket and she like pulls out a number of crystals all of them would be colorations that match the different rooms that you've already been in so like some purple ones some orange ones maybe a couple of those silvery ones but nothing that is what you're looking for
1: so i i probably will describe the one that what we're looking for to see if it even like knowing that if it was marjoram right? Right. That she might not have a great poker face, that something might be revealed at the description of it. And if it's not her, that maybe there would be absolutely no reaction.
0: And she she, you describe it to her and she just kind of looks down at her feet, looks at you and she says, you know, I don't think I've seen any gemstones like that here in the caves.
5: Do you have any family out in the wider area out here?
0: You know, you're making an old woman real nervous with these questions. Do you have any partners? Do you have any family out here? No, I don't.
5: The only reason I ask is because you look amazingly like somebody's Aunt Meg, and your name is Meg. According to him, anyway.
0: Someone's looking for me?
5: Well, not looking for you, no. No, we were talking about all sorts of things in a tavern.
0: You folk give me a strange feeling. I think the sooner you're out of here, the best.
5: Yeah, I could not agree more. So I'm certainly willing to leave.
0: And maybe before, you got the sense that she was willing to come with you to show you the way. Now she just points to these northern two doors. And she says, beyond those doors, head to the west. You'll see a breach in the floor. There is a current there, a waterway. Leap across there. It'll connect you to the western cavern. May have to deal with some troglodytes to go that way. But, but as a way out that you were looking for, That that is the way. I
2: was just going to say, you seem um, perhaps that you're schooled in the ways of the arcane, yes? Of course. I am a wizard. There was something that we found curious is that in the other room, as you entered the room, these little statues grew from the floor.
0: I'm, f- I'm familiar
2: with it. And it was the statue previously that uh, destroyed our friend. Do you know anything about those?
0: Well, no. Um, I Clearly, it was um, a monument, to maybe some kind of a cult or something that layered here.
2: One thing that I found interesting is that there were two statues that looked like you. Can you explain that?
0: Well, uh, I am capable of casting magics that duplicate my form, you see, in the time. I've had to do this to ward off those that enter in here, you know? I'm just a no woman off by myself. I have to defend myself.
2: Well, I believe in honor of our fallen friend and I wink at everybody <laughs> and draw my weapons and go at her. Okay. Oh. Attempting to knock her unconscious. Thomas suspects this is actually not her.
1: Yeah, Joffrey is convinced it's not her. because he, th- he thinks that once he just flat out described the gem that Marjoram would have either showed her hand or looked real nervous. Something, something would not... Just just like oh
0: humdy ho i'm gonna say she's not surprised because she's already on edge and so as you draw your sword that's where we will roll initiative she's going to retreat so i'm declaring that she's she's gonna try to retreat as this happens So, uh, why don't we have uh, Thomas? Why don't you roll the D six for initiative? I got a two. I also got a two. Let's go again. I rolled a a two again. Okay. So you got the you got the jump on her. She's surprised or she's not, she's not surprised, but you guys get to go first. Uh, we start with movement. So I step up. Okay. Is everybody happy with where they are? movement-wise. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
0: So then any ranged attacks? I don't know that anybody's doing any ranged attacks. I'm just prompting it. No no ranged
2: right. attack. Alright, melee. I want to do subdual damage. So uh, that's an 18 on the die and a 7 so 19. That hits. And 6 plus 1. 7.
0: 7. Other melee attacks? Is
5: she down? Uh,
0: she is not down. She is
5: not down.
3: Yeah, I mean, I guess if the plan is to try to subdue her, I'm just gonna... Winston will walk up and spit and try to bonk her in the head. Non-lethally. Uh, back of the hatchet. hatchet the back of the hatchet, yeah. Oh, sleep now, strange lady. Roll two.
0: Okay, that'll miss. Anyone else? Okay. Isaac the woodcutter yeah. does a point of damage, mm-hmm. it looks like. All right.
2: Yeah, Chris the woodcutter is not real bright, so he's, like, confused in the back. <laughs> <laughs> right, another point
0: of damage. All right. Sounds like that's everything. She's retreating, so you didn't quite get her. She's gonna run, I think, through these doors. And I'm gonna say what you hear: big splash. And you can hear water, like you can hear you can hear moving water just up ahead. Is the friar bringing the lights up? And so you have yes. you're standing in a 15 foot wide hallway of worked stone. To your east, you don't hear anything. It's silent from there. Go ahead and give me a listen check.
2: I'm actually uh, pretty decent at that, or something. I think with my you've got a boost to that. Yeah, go ahead. And you'll
0: be the one to do that then.
2: I don't know what it is, but I rolled a two. Let's see here.
0: Okay. So you're going to hear something then. You hear the sounds of kind of croaking frogs, a number of them just ahead in the darkness. Large. A lot of bass in those croaks.
2: And everybody moving up. Yeah.
0: And so I think the question here is going to become, you know, do you want to pursue forward? You can hear that there's probably some kind of a threat up ahead. And you've got a pretty good sense that that's the direction that she went. Or there's this other passage that could be explored as well.
2: Now, we heard the splash over here. Yes. Yes. Um I'm going to keep pursuing.
0: Okay. So as you move ahead and I think you've got light at this point, you can see there are two giant frogs that are looking down um, there's, like, a break in the floor here, um, and it looks like they're looking down. They're kind of croaking, and back's turned to you. They're not really observing you too much, until the point when, uh, the light kind of comes
5: up,
2: and they're starting to look over, over towards you. I believe they're looking the way that she went.
5: Of course, it could have been them splashing and not
4: her. It did say the way out, right? Uh,
2: did you not, do you not believe her? Is that why you struck? I did not believe her, no. I fear that she's some... Well, either she was the one that we sought or the one that has come to look like the one we sought and could give us information. Our directive was to retrieve her or kill her. That's why I struck. Well,
0: uh, given the time, it's a, it, uh, maybe this is a good decision point to like leave you with that you could figure this out maybe before we start back up next time. Potentially be meeting a new character in the next next session here. Thanks everyone for hanging out here today, following along with our campaign, with our, our game here. A lot has happened. And as you can see, um, very can be sort of unpredictable what might happen in OSE. <laughs> So, I guess with that, <laughs> we're, we're going to move right into talking about and doing gratitude. And what did you share some moment, some, something that another uh, player had done that really made it a, a fun experience?
5: I was going to say, I was going to start and say, I am very grateful that Waylon Waymond played his character to the help because it made for a very good, interesting gameplay as tragic as it was thank you
2: that was that was going to be what i was going to say is i think winston knew that it, this was a very bad idea but he <laughs> he remained true to his character and it was just highly unfortunate but thomas's song the title has changed to the five fates of waymond the dying how, just think how he made been, that save you know it w- correct it would
1: have been an <laughs> X- X- <story>. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Either, either way it would have been it, it would have been the crux of the, the the session you know what I mean so that yeah for sure I, I you know I would I, I won't be surprised if everybody's gr- gratitude goes out to Winston and Wayman today because that really when you when we think about this session there's no way we're not gonna think about that moment you know and and it would have been either way the dice went so very cool. Yeah. very very awesome.
3: Well, I appreciate that. I'll um, I'll give a shout out to uh, to Lilibeth, uh, I guess to to Maureen, kind of having us explore down that path because that ended up being a, a fun. I actually thought a fairly fun encounter with little worm guys dropping on us, and we were able to kill some kill some bad guys. So that was fun. And it made sense too. It was like a logical decision. So,
4: mm-hmm. I, I mean, obviously, I was going to give my gratitude to you. uh, because, you know, you did uh Winston you the player, you know, uh, am always up are always up to you know, do what you feel right and what your character would do. So and as a character, you know, the he, he was true to himself too. And me having a, like I said, and like what the Friar said, like having that uh a bit of interaction and kinda of bit of pushback, it was a lot of fun uh throughout the sessions to uh kind of see how they would their their relationship kind of grew a bit as far as uh, i i would feel maybe a bit more like mutual respect rather than just kind of being a bit off you know mm-hmm. so i i i uh i really enjoyed uh what you did uh not just this session but throughout you know with your character and i'm isaac is sad that you know that we lost him yeah oh. and he was becoming more and more
3: religious he was he was genuinely uh-huh. asking about the one true god at that end <laughs> <laughs> had it worked he would I think that would be one more notch in the definitely okay there really might be a god
2: out there uh-huh. so. <laughs> and Wayman now knows for sure that Wayman
5: that is true
0: mm. well thanks everybody that is going to do it for us here uh, on 20 Sites of Every Story. If you haven't done so already, uh, consider joining our Discord server. Uh, that's where we can continue the conversation about this game, talk about other games, um, and potentially you could find yourself playing in a game with us, um, either through our community campaign that we run or, or other uh, things that we sometimes pop up in our LFG channel. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you all soon. You are listening to 20 Sides to Every Story.